Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I am so excited today because we have a very special guest with us. Today we have with us Miss Leslie Levine, and she is an animal communicator. I am so excited to talk to her and learn about her gifts and how she communicates because you guys know that I am an animal lover. I have two dogs of my own and I think animals are amazing. So I cannot wait to talk to her and find out how she developed these gifts and discovered that she had them and how she uses them to help animals. But before we get started today, we do have a word from our sponsor. Hey, beautiful people. Meditation is the new it thing. I mean, less stress sounds good, right? And your doctor recommends it. And after a yoga class, you always feel so good. But what exactly are you supposed to be doing? Clearing your head? Yeah, right. And how are you supposed to find the time to do it every damn day? Hi, my name is Sherry Augustine Flake, and I'm the stress therapist. I've been working in the Metro Atlanta mental health community for over 25 years. I teach people how to get better at stress and stop procrastinating and stay motivated while they work on healthy habits like meditation and happy living. Meditation is about as good for you as water, and I want you to have this. I can show you not only exactly what to do when you're meditating, but how to get this practice into your life with regularity so you too can finally reap all of the benefits that this sacred practice has to offer. What you get is meditation for people living in the real world. Let's explore together meditation. WTF. All right, welcome back guys. And I wanna welcome you, Leslie, for being here. Thank you for being here today and welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me, Melissa. I'm so excited because I love learning about all of the different kinds of psychic abilities and intuitive abilities. And I've never personally spoken to someone who can communicate with animals. So I am extremely excited to find out more about this. Well, I'm happy to tell you how it all started. <laughs> yes, please do that. Please tell us a little bit about yourself. And when did you first realize that you had the ability to communicate with animals? Well, first of all, I want to tell you that we all have that ability. It's just something that you have to work on to develop. And we're, we're born with the ability. It's just another intuitive skill. And um, as you may know, we all have it when we're born and around the age of five, six, um, we start to lose it, especially if we have adults around us who are telling us that that uh, invisible friend that we're playing with isn't really there. Um, so <clears throat> it's just a skill that we have and we need to use a, that muscle to um, you know, find it and um, get it back into our lives. I started uh, a pet sitting business over 30 years ago. I was on the cutting edge and I guess I'm kind of on the cutting edge here with animal communication too. And um, so having animals around me uh, 365 days a year for that amount of time certainly um, made me very connected to them. And about 25 years ago, I'd say, um, I heard of Penelope Smith and she was really the, um, one of the first people to uh, talk about animal communication and start to write books about it. 
And I had the opportunity to go to one of her workshops and it all started for me there. Um, more recently, I uh, took a classes uh, with Danielle uh, McKinnon, who, uh, has, who teaches intuitive stuff now too, but she started out with animal communication um, itself. And so I uh, got engrossed in that and um, learned to communicate with animals and with my own too. Your own are the hardest because you're the closest to them, uh, but that too can be developed and you can have conversations and find out what's going on with your own animals. So I have a question for you. When you are communicating with animals, does it kind of just appear to you like thoughts in your head that, how does that work exactly? Well, it all depends upon how your intuitiveness shows itself. So it can, you can hear words, you can see pictures, um, you can just know, you can actually get downloads of information. So it's all, or you can get a combination of all of those. So, and you can get smells, um, you can use all your senses. And, um, you know, I mostly hear, I know, I have a knowing, I do get downloads at times. Um, and um, I, I, see pictures in my head. And so I need to, uh, I've spent a lot of time figuring out what those pictures mean. Um, one of the funniest things I saw once was I saw Jeannie in a bottle. Um, and, um, and I figured out that the interpretation was that you can manifest your own wishes. I've seen uh, owners of animals spinning around uh, pictures of them spinning, and uh, they're they're so crazy in their lives that the animals showing me that this you know they're just turning and turning and turning and not getting any place because they're so they have so much to do. Now, do you um, ever work with animals? Let's say, like, there's a human saying, "I know there's something wrong with my animal," and do you help them then to also try to figure out? what's going on with animals? Um, I always remind people that I'm not a vet and that they really should go to their vet and find out um, if there's a medical problem. Um, however, I can tune in and um, figure out what I feel, what I'm feeling in my body um, and, and tell them what I feel. But the first step really for them is to go to a vet. Um, I also, really love getting into behavior problems since I've had animals around me, especially dogs. But, you know, I, my pet sitting business, I had lots of cats. I'd have a cat of my own if my children hadn't been allergic to cats. Um, and so behavior problems are, are fun for me. I get to use my left and my right side of my brain. Um, and, you know, many times um, you'll find that the animals are here to teach us, to help us learn. And many times I'll have uh, someone tell me that their animal is anxious. They want to know why their animal is so anxious. And sometimes it just turns out that they're so anxious, the animal is just mirroring them. 
And so I might have to tell them that they need to work on their anxiety. And it's um, sometimes it's welcomed and sometimes it's not. Yeah, I can see that. But I also, I think that's interesting that you say that animals will mirror you because I saw a video the other day, there was a guy who hurt his leg and he was limping on the leg and the dog, his dog was walking right next to him also limping. Dog was not injured at all. He was just following what his owner was doing. And I just thought that was the funniest thing ever. And just really how loyal dogs really are to their owners. Right, right. Um, there And part of it is to teach us. And um, if you go to my website site at lesleylevine.com and Leslie is L-E-S-L-E-Y, um, you'll find that I wrote a blog on, uh, my first blog was all about what my dog, Mabel, uh, is teaching me. And I have allergies and Mabel has allergies. Uh, Mabel is a barker. She, she barks when she wants another animal to play with her and she won't stop. And I knew that meant something in my life. And I figured out that, you know, um, sometimes I'm a little overbearing uh, in the household and, um, and I'm a little bossy and I'm, I tell my husband what to do and she's just mirroring that for me. So, um, you know, it's things I need to work on. Yeah, that's very interesting. Um, but it's interesting to think that the animals are teaching us something because we usually think of it as the other way around, right? Like we're teaching our animals to sit or to, you know, listen to us when we go for walks. But I know animals have just as much to teach us. They're very, very right. intuitive. Right. And they're teaching us uh, those lessons we need to improve ourselves on the soul level. So um, during my readings, I will ask the uh, person, um, the animal's person, if they'd like me to go to the soul level and find out what the cat or dog or rabbit is teaching, is here to teach them about their life lessons. And, you know, it could be something as simple as unconditional love um, or setting boundaries, things like that. Now, I have a question, too. Do you ever have or do you ever channel sometimes crossed over pets? Absolutely, I do. And that's the other area that's really fun for me because, um, there's there's no question that the animals have gone to uh, the same place that we all go to when we pass on. And I see the animals in their happy place. So um, I usually see them in a, um, a uh, field of wildflowers and there's bees buzzing around and birds around and everybody's in... Um, communion together they live in peace together and i'll i've seen a cat that's running after rodents but it's in in play it's not to catch them and eat them so um yes i do do that and that help you know and um i i i have another blog that talks about and you can see these on my website and it it talks about um, less um, signs from the other side. 
And one of the best signs that I've um, heard about is an animal that passed away, but the family still left their dog bed out in the kitchen. And while they're sitting and eating breakfast, you know, there's an indentation in the dog bed. And I just, since I heard about that, uh, it's come up over and over again with other people. So, um, but animals can, they leave us signs. They want to want them, want their owners to know that they're still connected. They're still watching over just like people do. And so there might be a feather or there might, you might hear a song that's really special to you um, when you're playing with someone else's dog. You know, it, it all has to be interpreted and you have to keep your eyes open for the synchronicities that are out there, but they're out there. Yeah, I love that because I know losing a pet for a lot of people is the same as if you lost a child, you know, it's a member of the family and I never really understood that until I had pets, you know, growing up, we didn't really have a lot of pets, but once we got our dogs, I was like, oh, I understand now why people really go through a grieving process when they lose their animals. So it's comforting to know that they're still with you and they'll be waiting for you when you get to the other side too. And I can only, I just see like this reunion on the other side of all of these dogs and cats running towards you when you get there. Absolutely, absolutely. And sometimes they do come back and reincarnate into another animal um, or just come back for, I've uh, heard of cases where they come back for a short, short amount of time and share the body with the animal you have or another animal um, and to, for a certain lesson or a certain purpose. That's really interesting too. And I have heard of people who said, I swear when my animal did this, it was like my my old pet. Like, so that, that makes a lot of sense. That's really interesting too. I believe in that for sure. And it's comforting to know that, you know, they're still kind of with you and wanting to be a part of your life. Right. Well, you know, the animals have actually told me um, that they get taught what to what the uh, people like. So when when before we come down on Earth, we saw we have a contract that we're going to fulfill. And it's the same with the animals. And while they're preparing to come down, they learn about the special things that uh, the person likes or the special things that that animal that, animal that uh, already passed um, can tell about the owner. And so one of the things I like to do with one of my dogs was um, blow on its belly and uh, like you do with a little baby. And that dog just loved it. Well, the dog I have now doesn't like it at all. And it's like, She's setting her own boundaries for me. In fact, um, you know, I love to get kisses. She won't give me kisses when I ask for them <laughs> because she wants me to learn that I can love myself and I don't have to go to her to be loved. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. Really interesting. I love looking at it like from that angle of, you know, what are our pets here to teach us? And definitely... I've always thought they teach us unconditional love for sure, but the different specific lessons too that they're teaching, that is really, really interesting. I've never, ever thought about it like that before. 
So fascinating. So walk us through if someone gets a session with you, how does that work? Well, first of all, you don't need to come to me or I don't need to go to you. <clears throat> all I need to know is your, and I don't even need a picture. And frankly, I don't even want a picture. The less information I have, the better. So um, I need to know the name of the animal, the species, whether it's a male or a female, and whether it's alive or passed on. And that's all I need to know. And so you can go to my website and um, um, make a date. And uh, on that date, I will call you. And I, the first thing I will do is I will connect to the person because the person is very connected to the animal. And um, so I'll spend a few minutes doing that, not, not a lot. And then I'll go on to the animal and I'll tell you what I pick up on. And from there, um, we will go to any questions that you have. And then we can go um, see what lessons the animal is teaching you if you want, if you'd like to go there. And um, that's how it works. And so my sessions are 25 minutes or 45 minutes and 25 minutes usually does it. Um, if you have more than one animal, we can, we can do them more than one animal. And if it's, if you have a lot of animals and you want to do them all, we can do them in one session or we can do them in a few sessions. What do people usually come to you looking for? Like when they book a session with you, what's the most common reason people book with you? Well, um, they come because they have a behavior problem. Their kitty isn't using the litter box. Um, or, you know, their dog is barking obsessively. Um, they come because they've lost an animal and they, they just want to know that it's still around. Um, or they come just because they want to know what their animal's thinking. And, you know, the question I get most often is, does my animal love me? And, you know, you don't even need to call me. We don't need a session for that. I'll tell you right now, your animal loves you. <laughs> I love that. What is your most interesting case that you've ever done? Well, um, I it's sometimes it's just those moments with those pictures. And so I had a dog that was dressed in cheerleading outfit with <laughs> the pom poms and the, you know the uh, thing to make their voice louder and the cone to make their voice louder. And it turned out that the dog wanted to tell me that she was a cheerleader for her owner. Oh. And this is the way she told me that she was a cheerleader for her owner. She was jumping around and, you know, just showing me what a cheerleader does. That's so awesome. I love that. That's adorable too. I love that that picture showed up, but what a perfect way to communicate that. Hello. What does a cheerleader right. do? Right. And I feel like a lot of animals probably are so supportive of their owners, you know, just really, I don't, it's hard to express, but supportive of them, you know, wanting to be there for them, just like they know their owners are there for them. Right. And I told you that I started with a pet sitting business. Well, I still have a few customers that I still service. Um, 
and the animals at this point in my life, they come and stay with me, the dogs do when they, um, the owners go away. And those animals are here to teach me a lesson too. Any animal you run into, that bird that's chirping outside or that uh, woodpecker that's driving you crazy, they're all here to teach you something. And so, you know, I'll be followed around by this dog that isn't my dog in the house. And it's like, okay, enough, you know, but you know, this dog has lesson to teach me, you know? Yeah, I'm gonna be thinking about that from now on of what, what are we supposed to be learning from animals? Such an interesting way to look at that instead of, I know we are always looking at it the other way around, like, oh, right. what are we teaching them? But what are they teaching us? And any uh, other particular instances where you connected with animals that really stand out for you? Well, there was the cat um, <laughs> that I saw on a stool stirring batter or something for, for supper to make in the kitchen. The music was playing, the smells were really there. And um, the cat just wanted to show what happened in the household, what, what he was a part of. And he had a chef's hat on. The owners really loved to cook. And it's just the pictures they send, send me are, are wonderful. And, you know, I, again, let me go back to that we all have this skill. It's just that we need to work on it, just like we go to the gym to develop our bodies. And those pictures appear really, really quickly. So, you know, you just have to know that so that you can pick up on it. And as time goes on, they may get clearer, but it's, it's something that I've been working on for a few years now, and it doesn't come overnight. And do you have any advice for someone out there who maybe thinks that they either have this ability and would like to really develop it and work on it or someone who just says, I would love to be able to communicate with my animals. The first thing is, is to get quiet. So for me, meditation is, takes care of that. And so I make sure to meditate every day. And I found that when I wasn't feeling well at one point, and there were a few days that I didn't meditate that, you know, I had to start over. It was like, I lost a little bit of it. So quieting the mind, so that you can get, so you can hear um, the messages that they're sending or see the pictures that are coming out or get that download. So that's the first thing is really quieting the mind. And um, certainly if people are interested in, in finding teachers, I'm more than happy to guide them uh, that way. And they can contact me um, through my website that has my, my email address is Leslie Levine, Leslie with an EY2020 at gmail.com. So they can contact me there, or if they don't remember that, they can you know, find it on my website. Awesome. And that is so nice of you to uh, be willing to help guide people to the right teachers too. I love that. So is there like a common theme maybe that comes out when you're working with animals? Maybe something that the message you hear a lot that maybe animals really want their owners to know? Well, I, I think today, and I'm um, guilty of this too, is that we're babying our animals. 
Um, you know, they, <laughs> I have a 17 pound dog, so I can pick it up and turn it on its back and uh, turn her on her, her back and, and hold her like a baby. And they don't, they don't really want that. Um, they want to be treated as beings and uh, they're not babies. They're very intelligent and um, they have these messages that are really meaningful messages for us. Um, so, you know, we need to stop the, the babying. Um, we go to Florida in the winter and I see all these carriages with animals, with dogs and cats in them. And this isn't a normal life for, for animals. They want to smell, you know, when, the, you know, your dogs, when they go outside, they're smelling everything. It's like they're reading the newspaper. Well, it's important for us to read the newspaper and it's important for them to smell and see who's been around. So we need to allow for that, um, allow for them to connect with nature, just like it's important for us to connect with nature. I love that. That's a really great message because I know that is important for them. Well, I want to ask you if anyone is out there, because I know you offer like 25 minute sessions or 45 minute sessions. If anyone's out there and saying, well, oh, I'd really love to connect to my animals or maybe they just want to follow you. What's the best way for them to do that? Leslie, L-E-S-L-E-Y, Levine, L-E-V-I-N-E dot, uh, dot com. LeslieLevine.com. You can read my blog. You can email me, find my email address and, and email me if you have any questions. And I'm, I'm happy to talk to anyone who has questions. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on here and telling us about your abilities and sharing with us the beautiful messages from the animals. I just love that. And I want to thank you so much for sharing your gifts with us today. Thank you, Melissa. It was really a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. And thank all of you for joining us today. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. And the greatest compliment you can pay me is to share this podcast with others. I hope that you guys have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. As always, I am sending you so much love and light. And I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.